Hi, and welcome back to the Pleasing God Podcast, a weekly show focused on helping Christians to think biblically, engage practically, and live faithfully for the glory of God. I'm your host, Jonathan Soule. And I'm your co-host, Caitlin Soule. And today on Imperfect Marriage, we are going to be talking about our origin, our start, our beginning, whatever you want to say. How it started. How it all began. Um, And we are going to talk about our relationship story. Sounds good to me. Who wants to go first? Well, same story, different perspective. Very different. (laughs) I can go first. Yeah, go for it. Um, Oh, man. Okay, let's see. So I went to college out in the north woods of Wisconsin at this little Bible college. And uh, I was there from 2008 to 2010. And when I came home in 2010, I anticipated finding a job, continuing on with school, and finding a church. Those were kind of the three things that I was going to do when I got back home. And so I got a job and started my figuring out my school plan. Took some time to find a church, but finally landed on a church that my mom was going to. Started going. And yeah, I was going for for a while, became a member, um, started to get involved in different ways. Uh, so John's dad is the pastor at our church, and he was the pastor then. And I knew your sister, Jenna, mm. from before, like when I was a teenager. Um, we kind of had similar circle of friends. I wouldn't say that we were direct friends for a while, but we had a similar circle. Um, eventually, we became came uh, friendly, but... Um, so she was at the church, and so I was hanging out with her a little bit more frequently. So I had met you kind of through that, uh, but we never really oh, okay. kind of crossed paths a lot so at that, church or anything. Your story just brings you up to 2012. <laughs> yeah, you I became guess, yeah, a member yeah, yeah. in the church two thousand sometime 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so let me cut in and give a little bit about my backstory, and we'll... we'll where we start to intersect, right? Okay. Um, so I became uh, a member of same church in 2000 and the end of 2008. Maybe it was January of 09. And um, I'd grown up in that church uh, uh, my whole life, but really that 2008 is when God really got a hold of my life and became very serious became, you know, about intentional about living the Christian life. I was 21 years old at that time uh, and 22. And so, yeah, I had ju- I had be- I was 21 when I became a member. And so, um in the church and um it was quite a different dynamic in in the church back in those days. I think I was the only person that was in my 20s or maybe like me and like one or two other people in the church during that time and i really just got connected with with a bunch of uh, old men uh <laughs> and it was so beneficial for my life during that time i was hanging out with guys multiple generations older than me and i was learning from them uh, wisdom and uh, I was pretty rough around the edges in those days too but really you know desiring to serve jesus We'd started outreach ministry, basketball ministry, uh, and I was kind of a little aimless in the sense of like not knowing where to go. Uh, I didn't ha- I didn't go to college. I didn't do anything like that. 
And so I was kind of like trying to figure out who am I and, and God, what do you want from my life? And so I didn't have a real sense of direction, but I knew um, I wanted to do something, you know, something meaningful. Uh, I was into carpentry. I was building houses. So I knew that that was a viable path uh, as a career. So I, I didn't feel like, you know, I was just in like a dead end job or something, but there was still this, this sense of, I think I was just like kind of struggling for fulfillment mm-hmm. um, in what I did. And so during this time, I'm living at my parents' house. I'm getting, I started to get a little bit older, getting to my almost mid twenties, 2010, 11. Uh, I don't remember you ever becoming a member uh, <laughs> of the church. Uh, I didn't pay much attention um, maybe that was a, a grace gift from God. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do remember in 2000, late 2011, uh, going into that next year, uh, I was really wrestling with a sense of call to ministry. What is it that God was to, wanted out of my life? And I just, I was pretty low feeling as well started having those really negative thoughts of, am I ever going to get married? Is my life ever going to start? I'm living at my parents' house. What what am I doing? And uh, I remember praying. I was in my bedroom and I just opened my Bible and I began to read Matthew chapter six, where Jesus is talking about anxiety and I was flooded with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading through and he's like, listen, your father cares about birds. How much more does he care about you? Your father clothes the grass. How much more does he care about you? And I'm like, I'm hearing these words. I'm reading these words. And then I get to the last part there. And he says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. These things are not all your wants, your needs mm-hmm. though. He's talking about, but all these things will be added to you. But what I read was, but seek first and I was convicted. I was seeking me first, my comfort, my my direction, my path, my goals. And I remember repenting, praying, and saying, God, I'm going to leave all of my future, uh, everything that I don't know is going to happen, mm-hmm. that's in your hands. The one thing I want to do is I want to obey this passage. And what does it mean to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness? Well, for me and my understanding, that was to serve the local church. And so I began meeting with some of the elders. We had no student ministry in our church. We had no Sunday school class for high school kids. We had, we had no ministry to this like 7th to 12th grade group. They were in dispersion and there's only a few of them. And so I began meeting with, with some of the elders. Say, hey, I would like to get this group together and maybe we could form a Sunday school class or something. I'd be willing to teach if I had a mentor. Um, And so we started praying about that. And then we decided it was going to be, okay, I was going to take the lead in teaching. I was going to be partnered with an elder for supervision and just to make sure I was not crazy. Um, And so we, we announced it in... Oh, it must have been like February, late yeah, February like 2012. We announced it to the church that we're going to start a high school Sunday school class. 
Yeah, so I'm sitting in the pew and I hear this announcement. Here I am still kind of figuring out what I'm doing. I had a job that I got and I really enjoyed. I realized that I wasn't going to be able to transfer any of my credits from my small Bible school in Wisconsin to a school here in Rhode Island. So I kind of just nose to the grindstone. I'm just going to work um, as many hours as I can. And that's kind of what I was going to do for that for now. And I hear this announcement and I thought, well, this might be a good way for me to invest in some younger girls who I, you know, I was a little older as probably 21 at this time, uh, where I was young enough to still feel like I could relate really well to them. But, you know, I had a little bit of college experience and maybe some life experience, but looking back, probably not so much. But then I thought I did. And so I went to the elder who made the announcement after church and I said, hey, I would, I would like to be involved in this. And he said, okay. He was like, I'll, I'll talk to John and we'll, we'll let you know or whatever. And um, so- yeah, And he talked to me. Do you, do you remember the first thing I said to you? Well, yes, I was going to get to that. Oh, so sure. I think it was like a week or two after on a Sunday evening, uh, I was talking to some people and you came up to me and you asked me a question and you, the first is the first thing you've ever said to me. You, you asked, what'd you ask? I said, how old are you? <laughs> first thing you've ever said to me, how old are you? Of course, I told him I was 21, and he was like, okay, I just wanted to make sure you were older than than the girls in high school or something. <laughs> you knew how old I was. I don't know. You- <laughs> I, I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, you asked how old I was, and because um, you wanted to make sure, you know, I was older than the girls, and so yeah, it was March of 2012 when we first started. Well, yeah, um, and so our intersection was you became a helper uh, in Sunday school, yeah. and that was the first time I ever even took and tried like, teaching a class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was there from the beginning. Oh man! And <laughs> um, yeah, we we just kind of came together. You, me, and the elder, and we formed a team of Sunday school teachers. Yeah. Southern New England Reformation Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so June or late June. May, maybe. So, yeah, May, sometime, a um, couple months after class had started, or that class had started, uh, there was a Southern New England Reformation Conference, mm-hmm. and Paul Washer was coming up here. And I don't know how it got to it, but um, I am, I think I invited you. Well, I had gone with your family the night before, or the, or two nights before on the Friday night. I You guys picked me up, your whole family. Okay. And we went to the conference. Yeah, that's right. And it was really great i had to do something the next day and then the day after that uh, you had offered yeah because i went up i was like such a paul washer fan in those <laughs> days not that i'm not now but um shocking youth message all that stuff yeah. anyway so right um but i wasn't going to be alone with you because i just we weren't we weren't at that level or anything mm-hmm. uh but it was a sunday afternoon mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and I was I was babysitting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it babysitting because he was a well, he it's was like a middle he was a middle teenager. school yeah, yeah. middle no, middle schooler. Um, but his family was away, and so he he was spending the weekend with me. Uh, and I had my red Ford mm-hmm. truck F one fifty, and uh, the three of us, I uh, pick you up, and you make fun of me for drinking a latte. I remember <laughs> that, um, and now that's all you drink. Uh-huh. Um, and we go up to North Providence yeah. where the conference was. And this is this was a a point a 
in my life. That was kind of strange. It was a very strange feeling. I remember we were driving up. We were in my truck. Obviously, I'm driving. Uh, Denzel's between mm-hmm. us. And I just start asking you some questions. You know, what are you doing? What's your what's your goals? Uh, are you going back to school? What do you want to do? And you just start talking. Uh, I'm going up. Uh, you know, girls remember all the details. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I remember all the details of a certain event, that means it was a very important event in my life. <laughs> and I remember these details because it, 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 was, it was just strange to me. And looking back now, it wasn't. Yeah. But we were driving up 295 and I was just, you just start talking. And I'm like, okay, she's not awkward, you know, as she's <laughs> talking. Um, and little did you know that all my questions were kind of like, would I be interested in, does she check any of these boxes? Mm-hmm. And you started like checking all the boxes. And then there were like boxes that I didn't even know that I had that you started checking. And I'm just listening to you. But as I was taking the right off of mm-hmm. that ramp, I had I this- remember taking that exit too. Like I remember that. I, I literally thought and almost said to myself, I was like, I think I could marry this girl. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm not dating her. I don't even know her. And it felt really weird. Mm-hmm. It felt really weird that I had that <laughs> feeling. And I was like, oh, oh, uh, yeah. I, I just, I just want to go to the conference. You yeah. know, like that <laughs> feeling came over me and I didn't look for it. And I wasn't trying. Um, and so that was the first time I ever felt that way. Yeah, that was the first time that we actually had because we had talked about Sunday school um, and this, the ministry that we were in, but we never really had like personal conversation. Yeah, that and was Denzel's it. in the in the middle of us, and we're kind of—he's not saying a word. We're just going back and forth. Um, I didn't necessarily have those thoughts uh, right away, <laughs> but um, but you were you were someone that I had uh, watched. Um, I when people ask me, you know, what was it when you knew that. John could be the one. It wasn't so much our conversations. It was how I watched you in church. Hmm. Um, I always say, I always say, old men respected him, older women loved him, and children adored him. You were always on the floor um, talking to kids. You were, I think, you were serving in Awana or had served in Awana at various times before that, and. Um, just seeing all these kids, you know, really interact with you well. And uh, it's it just seemed like your personality, uh, people gravitated toward and uh, were learning from. And you had meaningful uh, relationships with people. And so that was kind of my big, like, oh, you know, this is this is the type of guy that I could see myself with. You weren't even sure of your call to ministry at that point, but you were ministering Mm -hmm. and and you were teaching and you were doing what you're doing today and you just didn't know that that was going to be your call. Uh, So for me, that's kind of what it was. Um, Yeah. Wow. And so from that time, we began, though we didn't talk a little bit afterwards, um, someone, I don't know, someone broke down the wall. And like a text was exchanged. Oh, oh, I, oh, no, I know what this was. I think I had asked you like, hey, can I get your number? Because <laughs> if I if I have to work late or I have to work, you know, one day or I can't make it to Sunday school, 
uh, so I can let you know. And so, okay, yeah, it, you, I, you have said in the past that you thought I was trying to like get your number to get your number. I really was genuine in like I just want you to have my number in case I need to reach you. Sure, <laughs> I still don't believe it. <laughs> but it ended up being that you know we ended up we ended up texting a lot. We we texted a lot, and yeah, I mean that was remember that serious question I asked you. Yes, I was all excited. You're gonna, you were, you're like, hey, can I ask you a serious question? And I was all excited. Like, what's it gonna be? I was nervous. My heart was pounding. And then you asked, "Does mustard go bad?" Oh. <laughs> because I figured you were feeling that way. Down. Yeah, it was kind of, it was, it was playful in that way. So, nonetheless, start texting. Let's let's we'll push yeah, the fast forward yeah. on this. And I think we officially start dating in July. July uh-huh. Yes, um, and around this time we're we're doing um, you know the youth ministry is, is starting to like pick up a little mm-hmm. bit. Like the class is kind of coming together. We're seeing it grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're going on a sailing trip. Yeah. Um, those are some pictures that were showed that we saw recently, mm-hmm. and we officially start dating, and. Um, it takes like no time for me to think like I'm I, I, I want to marry this girl. Yeah, I'm pretty sure our conversation before you asked me to be your girlfriend, our conversation was if we're going to date, it's for marriage. Yeah. Like that was pretty much a non-negotiable from the beginning. I think we knew we were both kind of in this kind of we were done with trying to do like a dating thing. Uh, and we were just like, yeah, we were, we were looking for a partner. We were looking yeah. for someone to 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 be in union with and we were at ready we had jobs we were and, and and in a different episode we can kind of string out talk more about yeah. like dating and the things that you should yeah, look for, for sure. in dating but yeah uh we were serious about wanting to be serious yeah. and uh, compatibility we had seen it and, but it was like hey if we start coming across and we're just not compatible okay right. but that's what we were tracking towards yeah. and so anyways fast forward september so that was july yeah september I have breakfast with your dad <laughs> and I asked this stranger, basically everyone's sitting down, yeah. I asked your dad if I can marry you mm-hmm. and he is just so happy. Can I just say that when, when he first met you, we had a conversation with him and he asked, you know, why you want to date my daughter and all of these things. He tried to be super intimidating yeah. and you handled it like a champ when you left our house that night, he looked at me and he said, Caitlin, don't mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> so you pretty much had the in right then and there. Uh, you know what? Uh, but to ask is... is I love my father-in-law. I think he's fantastic. Uh, he's best father-in-law I could could ask for. So, mm-hmm. uh, And he's always been a, a, a big support and uh, I'm thankful for him. Um, and so... I have the breakfast conversation, and I was so nervous. But and I think he's nervous. I mean, it's 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 a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, then uh, October, mm-hmm. October thirteenth. No, okay. Um, edit, 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 edit. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. We're wrong. <laughs> this is imperfect marriage. Okay, uh, October of 2012. It was October 20. 20- yeah yeah that's what i meant it was a week i was a week off (laughs) a week in the day uh it was october 21st yeah um yeah i i had no idea you were gonna (coughs) ask me you were gonna ask me to marry you that day 
Um, I should have known when we were driving to Newport to go have lunch with your parents. And I said, oh, are you excited about the game today? It was West Virginia football who, if you don't know, John and his family are big West Virginia sports fans. And he was like, what game? Yeah, and- <laughs> yeah. sure. Because <laughs> I-, I got this I got this ring in my pocket and yeah, I'm just sitting there. I should have like, known. But uh so, yeah, you had you you totally kept it a surprise. I had no idea. I think it was I was even able to get them to take pictures. And yeah, yeah, ca- your mom it took it. So we have pictures of, of you actually proposing. Um I knew when you started hugging me. <laughs> you we were we were in the gazebo and you started hugging me. Beautiful view of Newport, the bridge, sh- uh, ships and boats on the water. And then you, you start the hugging me, and I I felt the tension. Sure. Oh, I totally felt it. I was like, I gotta do this. You were like, I, I love this. you. I love you. I gotta do this. I, I gotta you. do this. I gotta do this. <laughs> oh, I gotta I gotta get on my knee right now. Oh. All right, and so so it happened, yeah. and you said maybe, and no, then, of course not. But we first met each other officially. Conversation was, how old are you? Mm-hmm. And that was roughly March of 2012. Yeah. On March 9th, 2013. We both said, I do. Mm -hmm. One Uh, year later. And one year from meeting, dating, Mm -hmm. engagement, marriage. um, And it was on my birthday. Yeah. And so uh, that's the origin story. That's how it all started. And we came together because God brought our, united our hearts together with a common interest. And that was to be servants of Jesus, Mm -hmm. to Jesus' people. Mm -hmm. And what is so beautiful uh, in this imperfect marriage is that's what we're, we're still doing to this day. And I'm so thankful for that. And I'm thankful for you. And I'm also thankful that we could sit here and just kind of reminisce about that crazy year. Yeah, I mean, it was a crazy year. Oh, the whole thing was on adrenaline. Yeah. Yeah. Infatuation, adrenaline, and, 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 uh, Many many sleep not nights without sleep. Going to bed at three in the morning, waking mm-hmm. up at seven, going to work because mm-hmm. you're just and you're fine with it, and you're just <laughs> waiting to get out of work for your phone to buzz. And yeah, yep, those are those are good times. Yeah, um, yeah, really good. Yep. So, all right, cool. Anything else? Well, do you want to do our question of the day? Our questions of the day. If you could go to any place in this world and spend, I don't know, a weekend or a week there, where would you go and why? Wow, that's a different... If I could go anywhere... In the world and spend spend a week there, where and why? Oh my goodness, that's really difficult. I have a lot of places in my mind right now that I would want to say. Um, I guess I will say France, Um, mainly because ever since I was a little girl, I had this super huge desire to go to France and everything was about the Eiffel Tower. I think even my 21st birthday was a surprise party and it was like Eiffel Tower Paris themed. So uh, yeah, I'd probably say maybe not specifically Paris. Maybe I would want to visit Paris, but like French countryside and food and all that. But oh, there's so many good places. That's really tough. Sure. I want to know your answer. So that's going to be my question, too. I want to know your answer. Where would you go for the, a week? The mountains. Yeah, but what mountains? There's some. There's different different ranges. Well, since I just finished all the New Hampshire mountains. Yes. Um, Which is a great accomplishment, thanks. by the way. Yeah. 48, 4,000 footers, New oh, Hampshire. Um, 
Oh, I thought I was going to get a different question. Uh, I actually, I'd probably go over to like the Holy Land mm. and uh, maybe do a tour through Turkey of where the seven churches were. Uh, everything in that area of like where it all began. Um, and walk the streets of Jerusalem, yeah, yeah. and and just experience maybe maybe even go to like Galilee, mm-hmm. around the Sea of Galilee where Jesus did all of his miracles. The Red Sea, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. So I'd probably, if I had a chance to go there, um, that's probably where I'd go. Yeah. Yep. So well below sea level, actually, at that point. <laughs> so all right. So cool. from the mountains, yeah, to below sea level. Yeah, there's yeah, there's still some mountains out there. Maybe yeah. maybe maybe go and go up some of the mountains that Jesus went up. Yeah. Uh, and there he prayed, right? Cool. Well, thanks for listening to the Pleasing God podcast. If you have any questions, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out at questions at pleasinggodpodcast.org. And remember, 1 Thessalonians 4.3. This is the will of God, your sanctification. Sanctification.